only business school that guarantees a return on investment because, hey, we're free and we're only 10 minutes with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. You can check out our free course, our free guides over at 100mba.net. In today's episode, you will learn how to be first in your market. It is so important to be the first product in your market because oftentimes that means being a leader in your market. Just ask Coca-Cola, FedEx, Kleenex, Band-Aid. All these brands have benefited from the fact that they were first in their market. But don't worry, if you're not first already, there are ways to become first. I get into all the details and show you how in today's lesson. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick provides seamless, integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you could receive live notifications when somebody opens and clicks on your emails so you can have powerful contact insights right inside your inbox. It's like majorly upgrading your email. Go to GetSidekick.com slash MBA to get your first month of Sidekick for free. That's GetSidekick.com slash MBA. This concept of how to be first in your market is really well explained in the book, The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. This is a book that I'm going to be covering in a future episode. It'll be a must-read episode. And this is actually one of the laws. I'm going to be adding a little bit of my own insights as well as my own experiences when it comes to this concept. But the point here is, is that you need to make sure that your business, your brand, your product, your service stands out as a first, as a leader in the market. By being first in the minds of your audience, you automatically command respect. You automatically think that you are the best. Now, obviously, this is not always true, but a lot of the times it is. Perception is reality often in marketing, maybe a little bit more often than we'd like to admit. But let me first say that if you're not first in your market, you might be thinking, I'm not the first person in my market. I have competitors out there. Does that mean I'm doomed? No. The whole point of today's lesson is that you can create your own micro niche, your own first in your market. Let me give you an example. iTunes wasn't the first marketplace for music. There were other places where you could purchase and download songs or music by the song on other websites and other platforms. But what Apple did is that with iTunes, they became first in the market's mind because they sold every song for a dollar, for 99 cents. And they made it simple for people. One song, one dollar. And they took over the marketplace because they differentiated themselves and became the first to do something in their market. Sometimes this first is really the way you frame your options. I'm going to go back to Apple. And when Apple came out with the iPod, which really is just an MP3 player, there were other MP3 players out there before the iPod. But when you purchased an MP3 player before, you would purchase by the size of the memory. So for example, your MP3 player might be one gigabyte or two gigabytes. Now what Apple did is instead of using a term that maybe a lot of people don't know what that really means, what does that mean in terms of how many songs I can put on this MP3 player? They started selling their iPods by marketing it by saying you can store up to a thousand songs on this iPod. That made sense to the consumer, a thousand songs. I don't know how many songs I can get in a gig and that sounds like a lot of songs. So again, they were the first to market their MP3 player in a different way. 
Another example is FedEx. Federal Express was not the only company that was delivering things, you know, across country and things like that. There's DHL, there's UPS, there's all these other carriers. But FedEx became the first overnight delivery. You can send a small package or a small document overnight, guaranteed. So they became the first in their market. They're not the first carrier, but they're the first in their market that delivers overnight and therefore it's stuck in their audience's brain. If I wanna send something overnight, I gotta FedEx it. So what you need to do is take a look at what you're selling, your product, your offer, your service, and how could you be the first in your market? What are you offering that will be the first to be offered amongst your competitors? And stand by that, that is your differentiator. That's what's gonna put you ahead of the rest. But when you find success with it, don't abandon it by trying to expand to a different market. A good example of this is FedEx again. They were very successful and they were able to send things overnight and they became the go-to people when you wanna send something overnight. But then they said, hey, we wanna be able to be a worldwide carrier as well and take over the market share from DHL. Unfortunately, you can't be both in the market's mind. They didn't focus on their strength and therefore their company went down when they tried to expand and go worldwide. They spent a lot of money trying to promote that they go worldwide and then they realized, hey, we gotta go back to being the overnight people. Unfortunately, they lost a lot of money and time in the process. Another good example of this is Atari. I'm aging myself here, but when I was growing up, Atari was the thing to have as a kid. It was the most popular video game system. And Atari was synonymous with video games. But Atari started to see other companies like Apple and Commodore get into the personal computer space. And they wanted it in. They wanted to be a part of that space. So they said, hey, we got to rebrand ourselves and be a computing company. And in that process, they lost their identity and they lost their market share in video games. So in 87, a little computer called Nintendo came over and took over the video game market share while they let go of it. And for that generation, Nintendo was synonymous with video games. They actually took over 75% of the market share. That's pretty, pretty aggressive. But the point here is, is that know your strength, know what you're doing, know what you're first at in your market, focus on it and stick to it and grow your audience in that niche. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, I gotta give love to today's sponsor, Single Grain. Recently, Nicole and I were hiring, and I can tell you firsthand how hard it is to find top talent for your business. I mean, what's the number one problem all companies face, including big companies like Facebook, Google, and Apple? It's not sales or marketing, it's hiring. Why does hiring have to be so hard? It seems like every company has struggled to get this right at some point. That's why Eric from Single Grain created the A-Player Hiring Blueprint after he lost close to $1 million on one bad hire. Today, he's giving away a free resource he created called 403 Rock Solid Interview Questions to help you find top talent. To get this resource, just text 403BOOK to 3444, and I'll get emailed straight to you. It's 100% secure, and your data will be protected. Again, text 403BOOK to 3344, and you'll get the epic resource. Grab it out because Eric is offering this resource for a limited time. Guys, one final insight when it comes to how to be first in your market. This differentiator, this thing that makes you first in your niche, doesn't need to be revolutionary. It could be something very subtle, but very effective. A good example of this is dollarshaveclub.com. Dollar Shave Club sells razor blades for men. It's not revolutionary. It's been out for years. There's nothing extremely special about their product. 
but they became first in their market because they changed the way they sold their product. Instead of selling it by the piece, they created a membership system. So you become a member of the Dollar Shave Club and they send you your razors every month. Makes complete sense because you do run out of razors and you need them automatically and it's a hassle to go to store. So they became the first in their market to have a membership model for razor blades. And they're incredibly profitable. They've done very well in their first few years. But the point here is, is that it doesn't have to be something incredibly revolutionary, incredibly innovative. It could be something subtle, something simple, the way you deliver your product, the way you model your pricing, the way you offer your service. Be the first in your market to do something that's not only unique, but very valuable. All right, guys, I hope that helps, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, we would love to hear about it. We would love to know what your favorite episodes are, what you're getting out of the $100 MBA show. Just drop us an iTunes rating and review. If you're on your iPhone, just click on the cover art. You'll see a link that says, give us a rating and review. Just click on that link, and it's uh, pretty simple after that. If you're on your computer or on a browser, just go to 100mba.net slash show. All the instructions are right there. Here's a review from Fuzzy Bread. Fuzzy Bread says, great show, five stars. I've been kicking around the idea of opening an online business for years, but with Omar's guidance, I'm finally ready to take the plunge. Thanks, Fuzzy Bread, for that awesome review, and we hope that we can help in any way. And don't forget, guys, you can continue your learning. Not only do we have a daily podcast that you could subscribe to, make sure you subscribe so you get all the backlog episodes, but you also can visit 100mba.net and get a whole lot of free stuff. We have a very popular blog there. We have great guides you can download. We have a course on idea validation to make sure your business ideas are validated in the marketplace. And all these things are free. You could check them out over at 100mba.net. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. So when it comes to becoming a leader in your market, one of the best reminders I can give you is focus. Find one thing you can become a leader at, something that you can differentiate yourself with, with great value. And just hone in on this. Make sure Whatever that is, you completely engulf your brand in it. Make sure you use those words. So with FedEx, it's overnight. Make sure it's very clear to your customers on your sales pages, in your storefronts, in your marketing materials, what that thing is, what is your differentiator, what makes you a leader, what are you first in in your market. All right, guys, I hope that helps, and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll check you then, guys. Take care.